Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, how's it going? Doing great. How about you? I am wonderful. I'm excited about today's topic because it is such a uh, a common thing I know you deal mm-hmm. with in the office, uh, performance medicine as a whole does, and that's estrogen dominance. Yes. So explain that to me. Okay. So um, in a perfect world, the body is producing both estrogen and progesterone. Those hormones work together to balance out in the, the effects of each in the body um, and ultimately protecting the uterine lining from getting too thick. Okay. It's one of the big things we're worried about. Um, without enough progesterone there to balance out the estrogen, we develop estrogen dominance. Too okay. much estrogen, just like it sounds. Um, so symptoms of estrogen dominance. For women who are still having normal cycles, symptoms can be um, irregular or really heavy cycles. Um, PMS, bloating, um, mood swings, breast tenderness. Um, and some of those can even be you know, postmenopausal too minus the bleeding. Um, You can have headaches, you can have hot flashes, uh, weight gain, especially around the abdominal area and the hips, uh, and poor sleep. So it's very common that I see people complain about these things and think that their estrogen's low when really, in fact, their estrogen's okay. Or if you look at them as separate numbers, the estrogen number looks fine, but progesterone number is just way too low. So you can have a recurrence of symptoms with too much estrogen same similar symptoms that you would have with not enough estrogen. So that's where it's really critical to have labs. Got it. If you're so going, same symptoms. Yeah, it can be the same symptoms. So those hot flashes and night sweats that you were having before you got put on estrogen, they resolve and then all of a sudden they come back again. It may not always be because you need more estrogen. It may be because we're not balancing it with enough progesterone. Got it. So got it. labs are critical. I know I have patients come to me that get put on hormones and they never, ever, ever get a lab checked. I will never understand that. Um, there is not a one size fits all dosing for anyone. And checking labs and customizing doses is really important to the success of hormone replacement therapy. So any of those kind of symptoms, always get your labs checked. Um, There can be a lot of different causes for um, estrogen dominance. So women with PCOS, it's very, very common to have high estrogen, low progesterone. Uh, Obesity in general, fat cells love to produce and hold on to estrogen. So more obesity is going to lead to more progesterone. Um, Stress, so increasing cortisol levels actually steals from what would be making progesterone. So with increased stress, increased cortisol, your body cannot produce as much progesterone. So those levels will drop. Okay. Uh, Liver detoxification issues. For some reason, the liver is not detoxing, be it heavy alcohol intake or some other compromise, then the body can't get rid of the estrogen through the detox pathways that it needs to, so you're going to hold on to more of it there as well. Um, Taking uh, anything in from uh, plastics. So eating out of plastics, microwaving in plastics, those are called synthetic xenoestrogens. It's things that we're exposed to in our environment that once they get into the body, they mimic estrogen, but not in a good way. Um, So, you know, BPA in plastics, again, heating plastics, anything like that, not a good thing to be exposed to. Um, And then taking estrogen replacement without progesterone. So technically, once you've had a hysterectomy, you are not required to be on progesterone if you're doing hormone replacement therapy. If a woman has a uterus, if they start estrogen, they've got to be on progesterone to balance it out. Again, we're worried about that endometrial lining. We don't want that getting too thick and leading to potential cancers, tumors, things like that. If you've had a hysterectomy, uh, there are a lot of providers that will start patients on estrogen only because they don't need the progesterone anymore. 
But in that situation, it's very common to develop those symptoms of estrogen dominance. Those are the patients that come in and tell me, you know, they've gained all this weight on hormone replacement therapy. They just don't feel good. They're not sleeping good, those sorts of things. And it's because we're still not balanced Mm. there. What's interesting is that, or what I'm hearing is that it's not necessarily a number, Mm -hmm. but a ratio. Yep. It's a ratio. It's the balance between the two. So you're not necessarily... Are you? Con- I'm sure you're concerned about the the estradiol estradiol mm-hmm. estradiol number, mm-hmm. but more concerned about the estradiol to progesterone ratio than like yeah. how high is your estradiol? Yeah, because okay. if you naturally have a higher estrogen level, like say you're not on replacement therapy, say it's a woman with PCOS mm. that they're naturally going to have higher estrogen, then we've got to bring that progesterone up to match it mm. and get a good ratio, a good uh, balance there. Super interesting. Yeah. And, and, and you, like, what do you do for this? So, like, you, I am, yeah. well, I'm not estrogen dominant. <laughs> I mean, men have estrogen too, but different situation. <laughs> That's for another episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of different ways to treat estrogen dominance. It depends on what's going on. So, if you're estrogen dominant just because all you ever do is eat out of plastic and heat plastic and all of that, then we're going to reduce our environmental exposures. If it's something that we're getting through food in general, you know, having a lot of hormones in your food, then going on a healthy, Mm. um, organic diet is going to be really beneficial. Um, Weight loss. So any women who have more, especially abdominal fat, but just carry more weight in general, a lot of times weight loss can help with those increased estrogen levels. Um, Decreasing stress so that the body can make more of your own progesterone naturally. Um, Decreasing alcohol intake. uh, That's going to help the liver to work better. Um, There is a supplement called DIM that can help to metabolize that estrogen out a little bit faster. Um, And then if needed, we use progesterone. We use bioidentical progesterone that you take orally or cream or something like that to balance the estrogen that you have. Interesting. You know what I think would be a great idea? What's that? I think what we definitely should do is link in the description our episodes on estrogen and progesterone. I think that we should. What do you guys, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Guys, we got two more <laughs> Explain This episodes on estrogen and progesterone that I think you should follow up this episode with. Absolutely. Uh, with that, is there anything else we need to cover on estrogen dominance? No, that's it. Guys, Avoid it. We don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> no more estrogen dominance, guys. Go check out those videos on estrogen and progesterone where Robin explains those two in detail. Uh, but until then, we'll see you guys next time. Robin, you explained it today. Absolutely. Rock on. Thanks, guys. <laughs> see you all next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.